so one of the pieces that uh, I, I like to talk about early on is early on is well, what is sex addiction and why does it occur? And so I really love uh, Alex Katahakis's book, uh, Sex Addiction as Affect Dysregulation. Uh, I believe that was her PhD thesis that was uh, then transformed into a, a book. I think, Alex, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Um, so, uh, but it's this whole premise of uh, sex addicts, um, and we find this a lot, that that sex addicts, when we uh, get the addiction in remission, there's something else underneath. There is uh, a generalized anxiety, or there is generalized depression, or a combination of both. Um, but there is basically that but there, there's the, the this this theory which I adhere to, that um, sex addicts use sex, uh, or sexual material, or um, sexual fantasy as a way to calm themselves down, to be able to uh, uh, somehow work with very um, unregulated, uh, out of control feelings. So as difficult as it may be to ask somebody, hey, we're going to take away your best friend, uh, you know, your best coping mechanism um, and allow all those feelings to come to the surface um, because we that's the, that that's the root. That's what we really want to be working on um, if for a lot of people is a very tall order, but I think it's really necessary. And so I think when I, when I'm able to explain this to the partner of, you know, this is the goal, um, the goal is not to take away your connection or to take away things that, um, that, that make you feel, um, uh, uh, safe the, it's the opposite. I want to make you more safe by getting to the, the main cause of what's causing the addiction. Dan, I want to come back to you on, on what you said about celibacy. The way that I use the abstinence contract, it is the abstaining from all sexual contact. So that includes partners, <clears throat> as well as any material experience that creates sexual energy. Because I want the person to have a, a better understanding of their natural body responses and then to create some mastery and skill to manage that. So I would call that abstinence contract. What you just talked about was celibacy, where celibacy is the uh, complete removal of all sexual, kind of similar to what I just said for yeah. abstinence. But you talked about abstaining, abstaining from sexual behavior, but being sexual in relationship. And so I'm like, yes, that is in my mind, the definition of abstaining, is not engaging in a certain behavior. But when I'm working as a sex, a sex addiction therapist in the abstinence contract, I want them to abstain from all sexuality. Are you saying you do it differently? No, not, no, not necessarily. Okay. But, but yes, and no, and. <laughs> oh, good, a good clear answer, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. You like that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there are situations. What do I do? Let's say I'm working with someone who is an addict and their partner is not on board with not being sexual. Now what? That's not, so we, can we still, can we still move forward? Can, can they still learn new coping strategies? 
if if their partner doesn't feel safe or comfortable that kind of that's where I was, I was bringing that up i think there are there is a world where if now i can either talk to the partner's therapist or if i can talk to the partner directly and i can explain why i'm doing this for the reasons you you both said but there are situations where i don't have partners on board so so now what i think i could still have I mean, I'm thinking that I, I can still have abstinence, I think, even if it's not a complete removal of all behaviors, I think. Okay, so so you were using the, the the scenario where the betrayed partner is not on board with this intervention. Yeah. We say. Okay. Or, but I think also Sex Addicts Anonymous uses a three circle plan, right? As we know, and someone can have abstinence from problematic behaviors, but that abstinence may not be utter complete abstinence of sexuality. It's they've they're abstaining from problematic behaviors mm -hmm. so i think maybe maybe it's just semantics but mm -hmm. i think the way i would define abstinence could involve uh, abstinence could involve other behaviors i think mm -hmm. i'm abstaining from problematic behaviors i might not be abstaining from all behaviors mm -hmm. that so said that the abstinence period that mm -hmm. or a contract that we're talking about i do think is more of a discrete time period where usually early on when someone comes in um we're kind of helping them reboot their system so i do think if I'm, if, if I'm an alcoholic and I'm, you know, move from vodka to, to beer and I'm just drinking beer or something like that's, it's not going to, that's not going to help my system out any. So we understand there's a period of removal. Ultimately, hopefully the goal, which is different from chemicals, as we know, and we talked about this in another podcast is, uh, is changing our relationship with sexuality. So make building in healthy sexuality. That's our goal. So I don't know how you kind of like a food fast, how do you have build back, you know, build back your system in healthy ways if you don't kind of start from a cleanse to begin with.